Congrats on the EP being out. I, I was the one that read the review for it for the site. Really enjoyed it. So, first of all, I mean, that, that's that's great. Love that. Um, I suppose, from, from your guys' perspective, how does it feel now that's out? Sort of, was the reception a bit of a surprise to you, or were you expecting the sort of reaction that he's got? Uh, yeah, I guess it's, it's always a weird one. Like, we'd, the tracks to us are old, but to everyone else are new, right? So it's like, you've got to, you've got to kind of manage that. But um, it's nice. It, I always feel like it gets a new lease of life when it's actually out in public, and then you, you actually start to appreciate the work the work that we've done again, you know? But no, it's been nice, man. Like, the, the reception's been really good. Um, so yeah, no complaints from me, really. I think there's always, like, a bit of a level of anxiety when you've been working on something for such a long time and then it's finally kind of out into the ether as well and it's like okay but everything we've had so far has been awesome so i'm pretty happy <laughs> nice nice so i mean obviously it's there's a lot of themes going in on that ep and sort of i know the merch that you've put out since sort of gives a bit more of a hint at those as well i suppose sort of off the back of that what were the sort of inspirations behind that during the writing process um well i mean so our, our vocalist ollie sort of led led the kind of um story and narrative through this release it, he he went through some loss in his family um and then he started looking into, into different sort of psychological aspects of dealing with grief and that kind of thing um and then we came we came across um some study work from elizabeth kubler ross and she yeah she she wrote this document basically that that sort of illustrates and sort of tells you about each stage of grief that you go through and we we kind of almost sort of lifted that and turned it into a sort of a concept dp really um that, that was kind of that, that's kind of how it it started and then we had this like that was like the small idea and then it just kept evolving onto like bigger and bigger things as we sort of expanded out both like visually and and through the music itself so yeah i think that um loss is also something that is not very often publicly spoken about to a degree so with that happening with ollie there was an element of interest there i think to kind of explore that and it's the yeah. first time sort of delving into a concept ep and then that was how it began and then that also played its way into the songwriting and kind of like the way the ep was structured like you've got the five stages of grief and then obviously the second track kind of highlights anger and that comes across quite well in the instrumentation and everything that's going on with that so it's a heavier track it's ang it's feistier it's hard hitting you know with some pretty heavy elements in there as well so um, yeah yeah, yeah. It, it's been nice as well because i think it's the first time for all of us that we've done like a, a yeah like a concept dp where all the tracks are meant to belong together like yeah. we're, we're very used to kind of just writing in isolation and it being just like you know a single after a single on a topic but this time the whole thing is meant to be consumed as one thing it's like everything is tied to everything else and it's been it's been a lot of fun to do it that way nice yeah i mean you can sort of see that with the flow of it as well the it, it sort of progresses through those themes as you would sort of expect um and it, it definitely comes across i i mean i know obviously you, you just said that this was the first sort of thing that you've written to sort of all go together as a release is this something that you could see continuing for future releases or does this feel like a self-contained thing at the minute to have these themes as this one EP and then something else going forwards? Yeah, I think we're, we're quite keen to sort of keep, keep it fresh, not, not just for the, the listener, but for ourselves as well. Like um, I've kind of, I've said a lot through, through this band that something I always latch onto with other bands is when they're like an eras type band, like you always think of like, you know, the hollow crown era of architects or like i don't know just like you know the pray for plagues era of bring me the horizon and that kind of thing like 
uh, even even through its mainstream, like 1975, like you think of all their eras on different albums. And I quite like the idea of the throwaway scene being like that. So like we have we have the the on death and dying era, and then the next thing we do will be we we don't really know where it's going to go. Yeah, I mean we've got ideas and stuff, but. <laughs> Um, we'd want to move into something both sort of visually, aesthetically, as well as the music itself, you know. I think another thing that we're very conscious of as a band is kind of offering up more than just like, oh, here's a song. That's out, you know, people consume it for two minutes. On to yeah. the next thing, a lot of a lot of content creation and, um, you know, media is very sort of like you, you, you two minutes and then you're on to the next thing, whereas we were especially with this EP and anything we do moving forward, we're very conscious of creating something that people can come back to time and time again. You can listen to it as a product for that two minutes, hypothetically, you know, but if you want to delve deeper as a viewer and a listener, then the option for that is there as well. So you can just keep coming back and, you know, pick up more details, more nuggets, more pieces of the story and things that we've developed around almost, you know, like the kind of themes that we're creating. So um, that's one thing that we're, we're very sort of focused on as well. Nice. So, I mean, you've, you've just touched on uh, something that I was going to bring up later, but it, it seems <laughs> very fitting to bring it up now. The uh, the visual elements of it as well, and having that artwork all tied together. Um, it's It feels very much that that was a key thing going into this, looking at everything that's come out, the, the style of the videos, the, the branding on your social media, things like that. Is that something that whilst you were putting this together was also a consideration or was that something that you've done after the fact to try and fit the themes of the release yeah i mean so yeah we, i mean we created the videos ourselves and then yeah i do pretty much all of the artwork and i, I guess in some respects I, I actually had a lot of the art direction and stuff down before we even finished writing the music which is which has been interesting but i think like um it's just been a real opportunity for me to kind of like flex on the the design creative side as well as the music videos to try and try and bring it all together as a bit of a kind of like story from start to finish and like you know through it obviously having the minimal budget we we had to kind of take it into um the idea of sort of explaining the story more through the subtitles and like the the way we sort of framed and styled everything because obviously in an ideal world i'd love to have shot a blockbuster for this whole thing but you know that wasn't that wasn't the case um but um yeah so with, i mean I guess the art started coming from the the concept like as soon as ollie came across with what what this was going to be about as an ep then the kind of the ideas were just flowing and we had a lot of the art style down for this whole thing right from the start nice nice yeah it, i mean it, it comes across as a cohesive thing so it definitely played out in your favor for sure um which is something that a lot of bands can't pull off nowadays uh there's, there's a lot where it feels like one is thought of and then the others sort of done to fit it, but it, it definitely feels like it was done in tandem, which is always nice to see. Sure. Um, yeah, you mentioned a moment ago, this is old material to you. Does that mean there's there's new bits and bits and pieces in the pipeline already? You can take that one, Tom. <laughs> <laughs> uh, without giving too much away, we've, we've, we've got a few things in motion. So, uh, yeah, watch this, yeah. Back, I guess. Um, yeah, I mean, I mean, like, Bury Me, That wasn't that a song you had from, like, I don't know, five years ago or something, a demo? Yeah, like, so when it comes to the songwriting process, I tend to just have a folder full of stuff. And that was a song that was written probably back in 2017 that I yeah. that I wrote off of my own back and just kind of parked it there, didn't really show it to anybody. And then 
it was Ollie that was sort of trawling through old demos and things and brought it back. And he was just like, I think we've got something in this. Um, and for me personally, I tend to write stuff. I tend to write the best stuff when I I'm, I'm going through different experiences in life and probably not necessarily in the best place, but that translates through to music. Cause I think, I think one thing with our music in particular is it's like, it's capturing that sort of throwback 2000s element, but then also having relatable themes to this day and age, but then also having that feeling of like something needs to connect with me and, you know, give me that like feeling in my chest and, and evoke emotion from it. So when that demo was pulled back, Ollie put some vocals on it and then that, that feeling came straight back. So it's like, we, we, we constantly have different bits and pieces that are going on all the time. And then like, things are then later developed to become more of a full like cohesive product after the fact so um, yeah another thing i was going to mention as well is like i'm sure a lot of bands have the same sort of thing but i really struggle to like understand where a demo is going when it's just like guitar and drums and like yeah. we, we really struggle to actually think is this going to be anything but like like tom was saying he wrote that song before we were even in the band with ollie so like we, we never knew that's where that song would go but then as soon as ollie put his stuff over the top it then became really clear that this is actually something so like yeah the amount of like voice notes we'll have from ollie and like stuff like that where but i almost find that way more useful than just like an instrumental track that's you know fully polished because at least i can understand what the idea is of the song i pin we pin so much on vocals i think which is yeah. a part of our our kind of sound right this is a bit random one as well i was gonna save it towards the end but my credit thinking that your driver your drive or tour manager last year's dave ball Oh my God. Uh, <laughs> no, he was with Your Misery, wasn't he? Yeah, oh, Your Misery, sorry. He was on a tour with us, yeah. Yeah, I think you were on the same yeah. tour, weren't you? Yeah, yeah, it was on the Lover's Noise tour. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah. How was how was that tour? I, know, I stole Jack's question there, but uh, <laughs> we could go into that tour. But yeah, how, how was that tour kind of going around with? Yeah, I mean, it was great. It was like, it was like the first time we got to go out and do a run of shows, really. Um, so it was, you know, we had we had the, the first show teething issues, which most bands have. But um, no, it was good. It was a good... Good experience. That was Tom's first outing with us as well. So our, our guitar yeah. before that, we didn't actually have one. Yeah. So that was sort of like throwing him well into the deep end and seeing how he could cope and survive. So we kind of poached him from another local Sheffield <laughs> band. And that was almost like his initiation. Like, right, okay, come on, you know, jump <laughs> on these shows and sink or swim. So I think all in all, it went relatively well. Um, yeah. But um, yeah, everyone who was at those shows, it was all well, well received. Yeah, but, yeah at the time so yeah i'll let, I'll let, yeah. I'll let jack ask half of that question so as <laughs> so off off the back of that i was i was at your first show with a with starry dress yeah um, oh, yeah. <laughs> and it was it you wouldn't have known it was your first show it was very well polished and it sounded great um so congrats great. for that <laughs> not many bands can pull that off on their first show so that that's great but it was more along the lines of sort of you've played with some of these fantastic up-and-coming bands already and you've got the upcoming show blanket as well so how how does it feel to already be on these lineups and to be getting these opportunities i think for me personally like it's just forever grateful um i know that in particular like musicians can be guilty of always looking at the next thing mm. um and always kind of looking forward um i know i've been guilty of that in previous bands that i've been in and I, i'm sure sam's the same but 
just appreciating the opportunities that do come your way and also trying to you know make the most of those opportunities as well and that's always something that we've done like you know like a lot of the opportunities that have come our way have been through friends and connections and you know people yeah. that we've met along the way and and th throughout the whole time doing music really not necessarily just in in the throwaway scene so um yeah i guess i guess just kind of being grateful and enjoying it is a is a huge element of it if you're not enjoying what you're doing why do it um let's yeah, say as well one of the, like the best bits of advice i got was like in one of our old bands we had a manager who who was in a, a fairly decent sized band played some arena shows and stuff and um he, he he said to us like one of his biggest regrets was just not actually appreciating what you're doing right now yeah. like he was just always like we were always so focused on the next thing like when's the next tour when's the next show and that it all went and then he just he realized he wasn't exactly happy doing all the the really cool stuff that you should be happy doing right um so that, that's always kind of rang in my head like whenever we get one of these shows just to really enjoy it because you don't know when the next one is basically yeah <laughs> no, it's, i think that's a good attitude to have obviously take it as it comes and just be grateful of every moment and i think that's something that like you say there's there are a lot of bands that are always looking for that next step and not yeah. appreciating the moment I think letting the music ring through as well and speak for itself like it's especially with the likes of instagram like and you there's a lot of kind of not, not necessarily competition but like comparisons that you can make and you could be like looking at other people and i know that some people are guilty of sort of being like oh well why aren't we doing these things or that thing and it's just like focus on your own thing hone your craft stay in your lane and good things will come to you yeah um, yeah so that that would be other advice that I'd give to anyone as well. Just kind of perfect what you're doing. And, you know, people do reach out to you. People do connect to you. Um, we've seen that with the growth in this band, you know, so we're, we're very kind of conscious of staying in our lane and just kind of focusing on what we're doing. For sure. Yeah. So um, got a few shows coming up. Obviously, you've got the, uh, the EP release show. What sort of stuff can we expect from these shows and more, more specifically that show because that's going to be the big one i imagine yeah yeah i mean I, i'm absolutely <laughs> i'm absolutely terrified about that <laughs> like, i'm so desperate for that to go well man like it's... <laughs> um but no i mean we're gonna we're gonna up the theatrics quite a bit i think for that show um we're gonna try and really sort of get across this this message from, from the ep um we've got some sort of like rearrangements we want to put in for different parts of songs um we got some extra stuff that we want to we want to get across visually as well um so yeah it's going to be it's going to be really fun and it's 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 going to be good to have kind of like our free reign of making that show what we want it to be as well yeah um, we've just done support slots up till now really so yeah it's, it's exciting but i'm i'm yeah real nervous for that one <laughs> yeah we're, yeah without giving too much away it's kind of like for that show in particular it's like we've we have been given the free reins to be like right okay this is our show what what do we want to do with it and how can we take you know like musically and visually what we've done on recording and with the music videos how can we transfer that to the live stage i guess um so yeah. we're still working on that but um yeah it'll be good <laughs> yeah, uh, so I'm, I'm looking forward to that one. It'll be a uh, be interesting. Obviously, you've not got supports announced yet. Is there anyone 
booked already? Obviously, you don't want to give too much away. Is, is that already in the pipeline or is it still open to ideas? Yeah, we've got we've got a couple lined up um, and they're, they're sick, sick fans. So, um, yeah, really excited for those guys to be coming on. But, yeah, obviously can't give away just at the minute. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, we've got some sick bands lined up for sure. Just a quick one. Who did your videos? Mainly. Yeah, mainly mainly me. Um, oh, just okay. with help from the boys, and we have we have a photographer. Shout out Tommy. Um, <laughs> to, uh, yeah, he he comes and shoots a lot of our like shows and stuff as well. But he came just to help with the camera while while I was in shot and stuff. But yeah, yes, um, it's pretty difficult when when you're self shooting, and then obviously like Sam being the main camera guy, he has to be in the shots as well. So it's <laughs> almost like you do need that extra extra pair of hands. Um, yeah. especially to get all the all the group shots and things like that. So, music videos are an interesting one for us, I think, because it's like when we're doing it, I absolutely love it. But after we've done it, I feel like I've been at a three day festival and I just need to like sleep for an entire week, yeah. uh, just because of like the level of work and time pressure and everything that goes into them. It's always a bit like, oh god, okay, like we've got to do another one. But then the final product is always something that I'm really happy with, and the rest of the boys are as well. So. Yeah, and then because I'm obviously I'm like editing and everything as well. Like, it gets it gets unhealthy because it's your own project. So like, no one's gonna love your own thing more than yourself, right? So like, you just um, yeah, spend a lot of hours just reiterating over the tiniest details and all that kind of stuff. Especially when we've got such a clear vision of what we wanted it to look like. And then like I was saying before, managing your expectation with no budget, you have to come to some kind of middle ground, right? Yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah, no, it's, it's good fun. I think I think with doing one thing that we wanted to do from the start of this project is a lot of the stuff we do is DIY. And sometimes it's if you're doing it yourself, you can spend more time on things to perfect and hone in on exactly what you want to do. Because I've had it, we've both had it in the past where if you're trying to squeeze a music video into one day and then like some things may be compromised on. Whereas when you're doing it yourself, you can kind of be like, well, we can reshoot that or we can add extra in or we can kind of tweak things the way we want it. And it's the same with sort of recording. So like we self record a lot of our stuff and then just send it off to be mixed at the end. So, um, so yeah. very much Sam is kind of like, you know, like the visual direction. And then I'm just sat there for hours on end editing guitars and then <laughs> recording the different bits and pieces in, but we drew that. Yeah. You have to draw the line with certain things though. Cause it's like you end up getting a bit sort of blind both visually and, 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 and you know a little bit ear blind as well to what you're listening to so we always try to do as much as we can ourselves as much as possible so you know that may change in the future we will see <laughs> yeah yeah so i just want you to take a step back obviously we've touched on the themes and the inspiration behind sort of the, the writing of the ep um were there any specific bands that you were listening to that sort of influenced the sound that you went for across the tracks at all was there anyone that inspired a particular song or sort of any bits of any other tracks that you can think of that you thought well okay what if we put a spin on that i mean i've got some for a few of the tracks but i don't know if you want to talk about the heavier stuff tom for me it's a difficult one because with the writing process i wouldn't necessarily say like oh we wrote a song to sound like um you know like under oath or uh things like that it's more a case of when i approach so the way i approach songwriting is it's okay what try what kind of feelings am i trying to invoke from certain sections so there's i mean you know 
everybody is influenced by something. So one of my favorite bands from back in the day is obviously My Chemical Romance, especially the Three Cheers era. I think that can come across in some of the songwriting. Um, the likes of Under Oath and sort of like the screamy, shoutier stuff like Hopes Die Last, all that sort of throwback noughties emo kind of stuff is i'm big on that but i wouldn't say like i hear something and then i'm like oh that's cool i want to write something in the style of that it's yeah. more a case of with the music like i'm first and foremost focused on the hook you know like what what is the what is the main sort of selling point of the song and you know you, you need a chorus that slaps like <laughs> that's the thing that i'm focused on so it's like okay well if we've got that then you can build outwards and it might be a case of I'm like, okay, well, I'm gonna come up with something heavy for this element because it, because once again, you're trying to capture that feeling of you know, trying to treat a song without sounding trying to sound too pretentious, but like treating a song like a story. So you've got a, like you know, you've got a beginning, a middle, and an end, and what happens, and what are the you know the curves in that, you know, like if you're building up to a big breakdown and then you drop down and then things go quiet again and then you're building up for a big end and all that kind of stuff is what I'm focused on really. So. Just like to you now, Sam. Yeah, yeah, it's all about the dynamics as well. Yeah, yeah, I think like I know Ollie himself as well. Like, he's a big fan of like old, like, Say Sin and like Dance Gavin Dance from back in the day and stuff like that with his vocal style. And I think that's that's something as well that's quite, I'd say, quite unique about us with like that kind of my chem kind of old, old type sound instrumentally, but then those kind of like higher range vocals that he that he can pull off and then i'll definitely say like just like the last track on the ep rumor and then one of our old tracks contrived like i definitely like i, I like that we lean into kind of like a, a japanese house like bon iver type sound in some places um and i'm really keen for us to push some of that stuff going forward as well because i really enjoy like lo-fi like that's what that's the kind of stuff i listen to on the regular as well so i think we do try and blend those styles quite nicely for sure for sure i mean like it was particularly rumor sort of stood out as as being different but it works and obviously you, you've mentioned the, the sort of the three cheers element there and that was something that i personally picked up on with the instrumentation was sort of like well it feels like that but it's modern day um yeah, yeah. which is great i mean i'm all for more of that honestly <laughs> so at any time uh, anytime any band can pull off something like that i'm all for it <laughs> it's, it's it's that kind of need for wanting something something new and fresh but with that familiarity of you know like when i think back to music of that day like i can think you know if i think of certain songs it reminds me of when i was like you know in college or in high school growing up and, it, and once again it's about invoking that feeling so it's like okay how can i do that in a way but with something that's a bit more modern and, and has a bit more of a spin on it so obviously we've got got these shows announced already and you've got some some spots on them are there any any other upcoming tours planned at the minute Obviously, don't want to give anything away. Um, but is is there anything sort of in the works? Are you are you expecting to do any more headline shows at the minute, or is it just see how this goes and sort of go from there? I think. I mean, uh, I'll go on. Thomas. I know. I was just going to say on on the show front, um, there's nothing set in stone after what we've what we've got announced at the minute. Um, we we have got some sort of bigger than this band stuff happening in the background at the moment um which we need to see how it plays out over the over the next month or so um but yeah that, that's kind of all I, I can really say on it at the minute i think i don't know tom i don't know how else yeah, you want to try say, like, we're, we're, we're working on a few potentials um yeah different bits and pieces at the minute but it's all sort of tbc obviously because you 
you still have to look forward towards the back end of the year and you know like festival season is upon us um but for now i would say a, a lot of the focus and the attention is on the headliner like the headliner is still kind of the primary thing to see if, if we can set a level and then build from that essentially yeah, for sure I think that's that's as well just just something we, we've kind of got in mind we, we don't want to like oversaturate and overplay like all these areas and like just you know we, we wanted to put our all into all these shows so like and that obviously takes time and we you know it's e it's easier for us as a band to just have a focus point instead of you know just taking on too much that we can't really can't really do basically I suppose off the back of that with with the saying there's stuff going on but nothing in stone um more of a hypothetical are there any bands that you would be interested in playing with or or think would, would be interested in playing with you potentially that you'd like to play shows with oh man there's so many bands like yeah. <laughs> i was gonna you, say yeah what level and <laughs> yeah um i don't know man like i really enjoy what um split chain are doing at the minute i'm obviously yeah. playing with them on uh next thursday this thursday this thursday um yeah. so yeah looking forward to seeing those guys um we would love to get out with like dream state at some point would be really cool um don't know man there's loads there's loads of bands just killing it at the minute um i don't know if, if angel number are going to come back because that would be a, a sick one to get to do some bits with really enjoy what they do um, Shut up, George. <laughs> yeah i, th I think they're super busy at the minute but yeah that would be that would be really cool um and then yeah, I mean yeah, uh, our manager Cam obviously yeah love lovers noise so that would be sick as well to do some stuff with those again. They're great great boys. Yeah. I mean I mean it's 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 a case of where do you want to begin and where do you want to end really because it's like I could be like okay you know like <laughs> if if we're dreaming big opening for the used on a tour <laughs> would be unreal like that would be <laughs> like peak. Yeah. Um, but you know you've got to you've got to be able to walk before you can run I guess <laughs> so. Um, but yeah, all the bands that, that Sam's mentioned, um, yeah, all great bands. For sure. I mean, with with the shows you've already played as well, you've got that flexibility to be able to support a variety of sort of different bands in different genres. It doesn't necessarily have to be a sort of same bill type thing. Obviously, Love Is Noise, pretty different to the sound you guys have got, <laughs> but it, it definitely works as a lineup. And it's a case of, I think, it being the UK scene helps massively there. There's, there's so much going on in the scene at the minute and everyone's sort of killing it that it's it's really good to see all these bands coming together and working together. Yeah, um, sure. I suppose yeah. that's that's one thing we can touch on is um, sort of the fact we've got all these bands coming out right now from the UK scene. Sort of where do we see this sort of going, do you think? Obviously, we've got a lot of smaller bands at the minute and there's a few breaking through. Um, is this something that you guys reckon we're going to see see more and more of, or do we think maybe it's it's a bit of a bit of a flourish at the minute and it's going to die down a bit? Um, I don't know, man. Like, I I always had the thought that like sort of with with the rise of TikTok, bands are kind of dying. Um, yeah. But then I, I feel like it's kind of gone against it. Like I feel like there's been a resurgence the past like year or so where a lot of bands are sort of appearing again, which I think is is awesome. Like, it's so good. I, I'd hate to see just like guitar music die. That would be like the worst thing ever. But um, yeah, man, like, I, I don't know. I just, everyone just needs to stick to what they're doing and like put their all into everything. Cause it's, that's, it's so obvious when they haven't 
you know, when the effort there isn't there, like you've got to put absolutely everything and love what you're doing. And then I just feel like opportunities happen. Like things happen for people that care, you know? Yeah. With the, with the sort of level of disposable media that we consume in these day and age, in this day and age, it's, it's so easy to want to just be like, Oh, well, let's just like throw a million things out and just see if something lands. Whereas, like, I always do think that, you know, quality over quantity eventually always shines through in the end. Because if you're consistent with what you're doing and you take the time and effort to put that out, then that's going to ring through. Especially if you're in a musical sense when you're trying to convert fans. Like, if somebody's only heard of you because of your latest single, like, they've got that whole back catalogue that they can go through. Um, And then you kind of want that all to be of the same standard or I do at least. Um, so it's like, you know, just because they've discovered that, you know, if your old stuff is out and it's not done as well or things like that, like you st- still have that to fall back on and more things for people to get into. And then that's how you create a bigger following and, and a more loyal following, I think. Um, but one thing in the UK scene at the minute, which seems to be great is like, there seems to be more of a sense of community coming back. And one thing that we want to do and that I just generally want to do anyway is like, it's always nice to see like other bands of the same level help and support one another and bring one another up. And I think that is key because sometimes like it can be a case of like in the past, it's felt like everybody's been competing against one another. Whereas when, you know, if everybody's growing together and everybody's building together, like if, if a few people break through and can help lift other bands up, then that's just a win for the UK scene as far as I'm concerned, you know? So it's great to see that. And it's, and you get in bits of like, sort of like micro areas where like there's little scenes forming like back in the day. So like Manchester's got a bit of a scene about it and like Sheffield and, you know, and like to see those, those communities reappear is just, it's just great. I love it. Like it's, it's fantastic to see. Facts. Sure. For sure. I think, I think that sort of ties in. It's a bit of a tenuous thing, but hear me out. Um, with with sort of physical media as well, and how that seems to be back on a resurgence. We're seeing a lot more bands putting out physical media, going away from digital only again. Um, I suppose is this something that you guys can see yourselves doing, putting out some physical media at all? Obviously, you've got the merchandise. Um, do you see yourselves going for things like CDs, tapes, vinyl in the future? Yeah, man. Like that's. that's- that's at the forefront at the minute. Like I say, we we um we we need some help to make that how we want to make it. Um, but it, yeah, there's there's stuff going on. Um, but yeah, I mean, physical stuff is sick. Like I love when bands are doing vinyl now. Like it's so good, and like that's like one of the perfect ways for us to really get across our sort of aesthetic. So it would be great to do. Um, but yeah, like the to get vinyl done these days is crazy. Like people yeah. are doing mad stuff to get that done, and like the waiting lists are insane as well. Insane, so like yeah. over, so, over a year. <laughs> yeah, it's mad. <laughs> as sick as it is, it, there there is a lot of practical issues there as well that we'd need to overcome. I think for sure. But yeah, it's, it's 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 definitely being thought about and being being potentially worked on. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean nice. we, we've got we've got a lot of sort of other ideas as well like not just physical music like we we, we want to do stuff with like so we kind of encapsulate things in a journal and a lot of our yeah. our sort of um uh like online presence basically are through these journal entries so we've had we've had ideas of kind of like supporting tracks with more story and narrative and how we can kind of get that across so 
we've got some more like more like zine ideas that we want to look into um and things like that as well which would be really cool and kind of things that we want to do where we only give them out at shows or we only have them on sale there so it's quite a live thing um again just just to give something to you know people that pay money to come and see you just give them something extra you know it's um yeah there's a lot of things like that that i've kind of got in my head that's spinning around that i want to do so yeah <laughs> no, i think that's i think that's really interesting because obviously we, we, we've seen this resurgence but like you say things like zines and that aren't as commonplace still we, we've seen bands like soft cult putting out their online zine yeah that seems to be yeah. consistently doing great for them people love reading that and it's obviously pushing fantastic themes as well um and like you say with with the art direction i think it's definitely a fantastic way to get it across yeah yeah i'd love to do that be, be really interesting to see if that that's something that does happen in the future that'd be really cool um see here that you worked with uh with simon jackman i believe um yeah. who's worked with bands like acres and blood command in the past so what was what was the experience working with him did he sort of bring more ideas to the table or were you very sort of set with your direction and what you wanted him to come out with from that I think it was a bit of a split really because when we pre-prod or kind of get into the nitty-gritty just before going to the studio we do have quite a lot mapped out um, whereas with this release we just wanted that extra kind of pair of hands to help craft so I guess from from like anything sound effects or production based is very heavily on me, I guess. And I kind of feel that producer role. Um, and I mean, Simon did bring, bring some pretty cool ideas to the table. And I think that he really did get the best vocal performance out of Ollie. And that was the main takeaway for me was just kind of with, with Simon being a singer himself, like that was kind of the key thing and probably one of the main motivations for actually working together in person. And, um, so we kind of tracked all, all of the main bulk bits and pieces for the songs with Simon and then and then bits after that were all done sort of off our own and then we sent them off to mix in with it. So it was definitely a collaborative effort, sort of 50-50 down the middle for sure. Yeah, I'd say as well, it's probably the most comfortable I've seen Ollie like yeah, recording and kind of putting himself across when he was with Simon. Like they, they have really good chemistry when it comes to recording. So yeah. definitely, definitely who we'd consider in the future as well for our upcoming stuff.